Welcome to Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dom went from a life of organized crime to federal prison. There, God saved him and set him free. Soon after his release, he attended seminary and received his master's degree and is now the senior pastor of Desert Sky Baptist Church, where he serves with a passion for biblical theology right here in Casa Grande. Now let's join our host, Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Welcome, Street Talkers. Pastor Dominic Grimaldi here on Street Talk Theology. It's an honor to be here with you. A lot of stuff going on. You know, I, I, I'm by myself today, so I want to obviously do some Bible verses, go over. You know, I'm a big, I, I love the parables. I did a, a, a sermon series a while back on the parables, and I mentioned that uh, William Snodgrass is one of the the finest commentaries on the parables. I had mentioned that, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot going on in the world today. I mean, you can just see just the, a lot of uh, liberal agenda, just trying to creep in, uh, in the world that we live in today. You know, as of this broadcast today, uh, the house just passed the equality act. And, and the Equality Act will have, would have huge ramifications on religious liberty if it gets through the Senate, which usually would be an uphill battle unless the Democrats take away the filibuster. But at the end of the day, God is not mocked and God will definitely have the last say. But these are some, some interesting times, some troubling times. These are times that we need to contemplate. These are times that we not we need to be good thinkers, uh, and I, and I think sometimes we don't want to be mindless Christians. You know, I I always said in some of my sermons that the enemy that Satan hates thinking Christians. You know, I mean, we got to be good thinkers. We have to think through things, and we have to pray through things. We see things like this, and yes, we want to talk about them. We want to delve into them, but are we praying? Uh, concerning them. That's the, uh, that's the more serious issue. Uh, are we praying through these things? Obviously, today I am by myself. I don't have a guest, and I like to have guests. That, that's, this Street Talk Theology is about interaction, is about talking about community and, and things of that nature. But sometimes I like to come on and just hang out with you guys a little bit, go over a few scriptures and and think about some things that are going on in the world today. And, you know, I think about uh, the, the, these agendas that are happening. We as Christians must pray through it. We must beg God. We must seek God's face in, in light of what's going on. And, and God is our protector. He's the divine warrior, Revelation 21. He is, he is not a, a meek God. He is a a strong and powerful God, you know, and, and, and the Bible says, where was the intercessor? Are we praying through these things? Are we uh, thinking about these things? Are we good being good thinkers? I think, I think these things are important. I like to bring them to the forefront, you know, because basically we're all we have. I mean, we are a Christian Minority people, we're a minority voice, we're narrow, you know, people say we're narrow-minded. Well, we are, we're on a narrow road, and that's the road that we're on. And though we pray for people that are not saved, we want people to come to the knowledge of the truth, 
At the end of the day, we are a micro flock. We are a small flock, as the Bible teaches in the Gospel of Luke. But fear not, little flock. Fear not, micro flock, that God is with us. So that's my soft opening this afternoon. Uh, I, I kind of keep uh, a few weeks ahead, and I'm struggling a little bit today because I got these, <laughs> I got these new glasses that I'm dealing with. Age is setting in at 64 years old, right? I got bifocals and I'm struggling a little bit with trying to navigate through them. But I do want to speak a little bit about a parable, the wheats and the tares. And again, I I mentioned Snodgrass is an excellent uh, commentary on the parables. Uh, But this is an interesting parable to say the least. Let me read some verses. Let me try to delve into it a little bit for for us and we can talk about it and I can talk about it. And then, you know, you got any questions, Pastor Grimaldi at Gmail, Gmail me, email me, and I I will definitely get back to you. But let me read the text. As you know, the time goes pretty quick, this 24, 25 minutes. So let me, let me get into the text. We have a little bit of a long text this afternoon. It's a, it's a parable. It's got a parable has got a sting in the tail. It's got a, basically, more times than not, it's got one meaning. It's got one one idea it wants to address. So we'll, we'll look at that uh, this afternoon. Uh, starting in the 13th division of Matthew, starting at the 24th verse. Jesus presented another parable to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went away. But when the wheat sprouted and bore grain, then the tares became evident also. The slaves of the landowner came and said to him, Sir, Did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? And he said to them, an enemy has done this. The slave said to him, do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, no, for a while you are gathering up the tares, you may uproot the wheat with them. Allow them both to grow together until the harvest. And in the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, first gather up the tares and and bind them in bundles and burn them up and gather the wheat into the barn. Now, explanation of the parable by Jesus to his disciples, starting in verse 36. Then he left the crowds, went into the house, and his disciples came to him and said, explain to us the parable of the tares of the field. And he said, the one who sows the good seed is the son of man, and the field is the world. And for the good seed, these are the sons of the kingdom, and the tares are the sons of the evil one. And the enemy he sowed them is the devil, And the harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are the angels. So just as this hazard gathered and burned with fire, so shall be at the end of the age. Two more verses. The Son of Man will send forth his angels. They will gather out of his kingdom all stumbling blocks and those who commit lawlessness and will throw them into the furnace of fire. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And the last verse is, then the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears, let him hear what the Spirit says. 
You know, I remember, uh, I'm, I, I watched some of the old TV shows. Remember to tell the truth. Remember that uh, TV show? And it would say kind of the, with a real person telling the truth or telling a lie, please stand up. And that would be the premise of the tell the truth. In this case, will the real man or woman uh, of God please stand up? And you talk about, as we look at this parable, we talk about the wheats and the tares. We talk about who's the real deal and who's not. You know, it's funny, coming from New York City, you'd be surprised if you walked the streets, and I don't know how they are now with COVID. I mean, obviously, be different play right now. But when I was growing up in New York City, you would walk the streets, and you would just walk in Manhattan and see all these booths selling um, different paraphernalia, not, not illegal, well, illegal in a sense, but not drug paraphernalia, but they would be selling things like uh, Gucci or Rolex watches, but they would be bootlegs. They would not be real. You know, you would buy them and probably for 20 bucks and they probably last a week, but who knows, but, but you actually, they were bootlegs. They were, they were fake. They might've looked like a Rolex or they might've looked like a Gucci, but in retrospect, they were they were frauds. They were not um, the real deal, so to speak. Now, this parable, if if you understand the culture, in order to understand this parable, you have to understand the culture. Now, Darnell, now now hear this, was an annoying poisonous weed which carries a poisonous fungus. In fact, if it were harvested and ground together with the wheat, it could be deadly. So these tares that were that were kind of sown within the wheat was a Darnell plant, you know, and, and the problem, and, and when the Darnell was fully developed, it would kind of entangle itself around the wheat, so the farmers would have to carefully remove and separate the Darnell to preserve the wheat. Here's the problem. You could not tell the difference. The Darnell looked just like the wheat. Hence the, the parable of the wheat and the tares. You know, and, and, and this is, and, and so what Jesus says in the parable, he says, let them grow together. And, and, and this is why we have to be good theologians. We have to understand, hence street talk theology. In, in order for us to bring, in order for us to bring good theology to the street, we have to understand it ourselves. So here, this parable, this parable speaks about these wheats and these tares that look the same, but one is a what? One is a fraud. One is not the real deal. But they look the same. And that's why we have to be good readers of the text. That we're, that's why we have to understand the culture that we live in. And then and, and, and this is an interesting parable, which that I've, I've, I've taught on, I've preached on before. Um, and the problem was you could not tell, you know, which was which until harvesting season, when it was actually time to pick the wheat. And that's why we have to understand the background of the agricultural background in this text. Now, now contextually, it, it is believed that some people would sabotage one's farm by sowing this Darnell while the wheat grew so their harvest could not be sold 
you know, which would give the other farmer an advantage. You know, he'd turn around and say, hey, if I can sabotage this guy's, uh, you know, kind of wheat field and, you know, they'd have to buy wheat from me. So, you know, um, nothing changed but the zip code, right, as far as, you know, businesses can operate that way today. Now, the parable depicts, as Snodgrass rightly proclaims, that the righteous and sinners coexist in the world, verse 38 even while the kingdom is present until its final consummation. This is the sting in the tail that the righteous and, and the unrighteous coexist in the world. But if we want to look at this hermeneutically in a way, we have the righteous and the unrighteous also in the church. And especially when we come, you know, with these political agendas that are coming today, we want to make sure that our church, the people of God in our church, are the true people of God. So we can navigate these issues rightly, because if we got tares amongst the wheat, then we're not going to be able to, you know, at least have our agenda or our bylaws or our theological ramifications in place rightly. This is something that's important. And, and getting back to the parable, because I want to—I don't want to get off that. I'm trying to intertwine. If you notice that word intertwine, I'm trying to intertwine. You know the goings and the goings and comings of the day into the parable. But the amazing thing about this parable, as these plants are being developed, as they're maturing, they will come into a sharper focus, depicting what is real and what is not real when true exposure is established. Listen, guys, listen, I can't stress enough how important it is to make sure we are truly a true people of God. We have to sometimes take the tares and remove them from the church that we serve. Yeah, we love people. We want people to be saved for sure. But, but there's so much at stake in this world today. And the tares are just looking to rip at the wheat. They're looking to drown out the wheat like the Darnell plant. And you can't even tell them apart. And, and that's a serious issue, a serious problem, you know, for all of us to, to navigate through. And in this reading that we did, there is a contrast, obviously, when Christ speaks to his disciples. He explains every detail so they will see the upcoming crisis that's coming upon the world. And then this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to explain the details. I'm trying to speak to your heart. You know, you know, we have a small church here in Casagrande, and I, me and Rachel love our church. We don't have huge, large voices and, and things like that. But we're speaking, we are still a people of God here in Casagrande, and we still, we're still God's people. And we still got to, you know, stand for the truth. There's too much at stake. There's too much Darnell around in the churches. And then, you know, and when, you know, we see these governmental mandates coming down and, you know, of, of, of just wanting to take our religious liberty away. We have to, you know, be aware of these things and then, you know, and obviously be able to navigate them and be able to flush out what is true and what is not true. These are huge ramifications, you know, um, 
you know, when Jesus was preaching to the crowds, Jesus depicts the tares and the wheat will grow together. And then they will be separated and the tares be burned up. At the end of the day, Christ is the winner. He's the winner. But we still live in this world. We still got to navigate this world. But I love when Jesus speaks to his disciples. He makes a distinction between his people and the people of the world. His people are called a good seed compared to the rest of the world. That's my encouragement today is that we are the good seed by God's grace. But at the end of the day, there are tears. There are ideologies. There are people. There are things that we have to be aware of. And, and that's my plight of, of kind of, um, you know, I, I, I tell people all the time, I love having guests on the show. And when I have guests on the show, I want them to speak about you know, what they want to speak about, because if I want to speak about something, I'm going to come on and speak about it, you know, because this is uh, really, truly been on my heart. There's a lot of navigation here. There's a lot of, we have to speak about these things as a people of God. We can't shy away from them. There's a lot going on in the world today. You know, me and my wife speak about these things a lot of how, you know, um, the tares just want a, they want a foothold into the church. And believe me, when we're not in the form of being zealots. That's not our play. That's not our plight. We just have to understand the world that we live in. That's all I'm saying. And, and again, be a people of prayer. Be a kind people, of course, well, you know, we represent the kingdom of God. And, and, you know, people who represent the kingdom sometimes never get a second chance to make a first impression. So we want to be mindful of who we are. And we want to be thankful of who we are by God's grace. And we want to preach the gospel to the worlds, to the nations. We want people to come in. But we have to be aware of the culture, of the times that we're in. I tell, explain to the congregation that I serve here in Casa Grande, Desert Sky Baptist Church, that we have to discern the times. We have to be like the sons of Issachar, who knew the times, who knew the times. You know, that's why I welcome you. Obviously, if you belong to a church family, we want you to stay there. We are not, you know, Sheep stealers, that's not our play here at uh, Desert Sky Baptist Church. But if you are looking for a church that that is that we believe we are sound in a theological premise, and please look on our website. You can see all the distinctives we have, which we think are important. But at the end of the day, Christ is, is going to be the winner. But we as a people still, you know, the, the Bible says, in chapter 17, in the Gospel of John, in the high priestly prayer, Jesus is telling the Father, Lord, you know, don't, Father, don't take them out of the world, but just be with them in the world. We are a people of God that are called to be in the world. You know, we're in the world, but not of the world. But, but God has kept us here to be witnesses to the truth, to the gospel truth, to the light of the gospel, despite the growing up of the wheats and the tares. And I know I'm passionate about this. And I, I listen, I, and, and again, I'm passionate about this because 
you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we have to take this serious. We can't soft stroke the gospel. You know, even Luther, Luther says, man, if you're going to sin, sin hard. And then so what we have to do is we have to stand for the truth, not cutting off the ear, you know, like when they came and arrest Jesus, Jesus put the ear back on the arrestee's uh, head, so to speak. That's not our plight. We're not zealots, but we need to be good thinkers. We need to understand the text. And it's, and it's obviously exegetically, hermeneutically, we need to understand this is our life. This is, we are a people of God. You know, we, we live in an untoward generation and we need to be passionate about the Bible, about the, the spirit of God, the things of God, especially if we're going to be street talk theologians, especially if we're going to be able to bring this theology to the streets. Uh, the Dewey brothers, we got to take it to the streets in love. But we got to understand our text and that's important. We got to be good street talk theologians. Like we said, the sting and the tail, that the, 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 the tares and the wheats are going to grow together. The, the ideologies of the world are going to try to mix in with the things of God. We got to be able to separate them. We got to be able to come against them in love and understand that we are a people of God, that, that, that we have the, you know, the, the Christ on the white horse for his people coming back. In the 21st chapter of Revelation, to, to take his people, obviously, and then obviously that's apocalyptic literature, but, but we know that when he returns, he's coming back for his people. And we thank God for that. He's a good God, and he's a loving God. And we, by God's grace, we, our hearts are, are changed, and, and, and we're now able to navigate the things of God. But, but we want to be good thinkers. We want to be kind and, and good people in the things of God. We want to embrace the, the doctrines of grace. But, but not only that, we want to be able to bring them into the world because we are here on Street Talk Theology. We, we bring good theology into the streets. You know, my time is running short. It always does. You know, I'm a long-winded dude. But, man, I, I, I have a passion for this. And I pray that, that, that you would catch this fire, that you would catch this passion, because this is our lives. We have nowhere else to go, but God is kind. He's good. Are we praying to him? Are we begging for him to bring revival, even here in Casa Grande? Oh, God, help us. You know, he's a good God. He's a kind God. You know, I remember in uh, one of the Old Testament, I think it might be in Jeremiah or Ezekiel, or when the Lord says, where was the intercessor? Where was the one that prayed? Oh, and we need to be intercessors. We need to be on our knees and being intercessors in the things of God. Again, my time is running short. And it's an honor to do this, an honor to be able to speak to you here on Street Talk Theology. Will we bring theology and bring it to the streets? Oh, street talkers, I pray that you would be an intercessor for the people of God. We need you. We need you to pray. We need to pray as a community. And again, my time is short. As I'm wrapping up uh, this 
program of street talk theology, but Pastor Grimaldi at Gmail, interact with me. We're brothers and sisters in Christ, and, and then we, we need to interact. We need to navigate the text rightly. We need, need to navigate our, our own lives rightly. But again, brethren, sisterin, this is Pastor Dominic Romaldi speaking here from Desert Sky Baptist Church, where we bring theology and we bring it to the street. In Jesus' name and all God's people said, Amen. Thank you for joining us for Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. You can visit Pastor Dom at Desert Sky Baptist Church at 891 West Corson Road, Casa Grande. And for more information, visit us online at www.desertskybaptist.org.